tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Evil Dead fans. Welcome to the first episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead on AfterBuzz TV, guys. <laughs> we are here tonight to talk to you about the pilot episode, El Jefe, which is super exciting. I think we've got a lot of big Evil Dead fans here, as well as a very, very special guest. Uh, but before we do that, if you guys haven't already done so, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. It is the best way to let us know that you like the show that we're putting on. And for those of you on social media, we are keeping an eye on the live chat. And we are also keeping an eye on Twitter using the hashtag ABTVEvilDead. I'm your host, Megan Salinas, and you guys can tweet at me directly at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Let me introduce my fantastic panel, Lex Michael. Hello, I am Lex Michael. I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the things that my mic just came on. So if you didn't hear my name the first time, I am Lex Michael. Twitter handle, (laughs) at the Lex Michael. Going that way. <laughs> Elena Jordan. I am Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan. Go figure. And on Instagram at they, that Elena Jordan girl. <laughs> Emma Fife. Yes, that's me, Emma Fife. You can follow me all over social media at Emma Fife, which is my name, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. That's all F's as in Fred, no S's as in Snake. They tend to sound the same when you say them on the phone or you record them. <laughs> and joining us in the studio tonight is a very, very special guest, Ray Santiago, who plays Pablo on the show. How are you? doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm living my life. <laughs> you're, this is it? Just sitting this on the couch and you're, this is your life now? Living my life on the couch <laughs> on a Sunday night, you know? Yeah, With totally. flight controller headset on. Uh, yeah, this is, I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't think I've ever had one of these on before, so, yeah. yeah. I'm really happy that I get to, to sit on the couch because, uh... I might want to, like, lay out. Yeah, exactly. You're more than welcome to. We definitely had guests that, like, decided to get comfortable. So, yeah, you're feel free. Feel free to do that. <laughs> FYI, guys, if you have a headphone with a mic and also a clipboard, you can literally get in anywhere. That is true. So, Absolutely. Keep, yep, keep you're one clipboard it, it, away from anything you want. Wow. In life. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, get me a clipboard. <laughs> I have a notepad. Too much power. Notepad is not as efficient. That's yeah, true. It'll do in a pinch, like if you really need to get into somewhere that you're not supposed to be. No. But if they, they look go. and they don't see the wooden back, you're out. Yeah, yeah. 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 they just right. go, that's an air traffic controller and went to Staples. Get out of here. <laughs> well, first of all, before we get into the episode, I want to talk about everybody's connection to this franchise. Oh, man. Because I feel like this was a show specifically made for all of us nerdy, nerdy fans <laughs> who would not shut up about it. So I want to go around the table and around the room. What is your guys' connection to Evil Dead? 
We're going to start with me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's staring at me the, now. Lex, on the spot, go. Yes, so actually, uh, I was thinking about this when I, I was watching the show and in the days leading up to the show's uh, premiere, I was thinking about being in high school, uh, freshman year, I believe, and reading If Chins Could Kill, the Bruce Campbell <laughs> memoir, uh, which is fantastic. I can't recommend it highly enough to anybody with even a passing interest in the man, these movies, or uh, breaking in. Uh, in in their own way, doing their own work, because I remember being a freshman in high school and working with my two closest friends, mm-hmm. and we were very much, we're going to make movies, this is our thing, this is what we're going to do. So reading about how uh, Sam Raimi and his brothers and their friends, including Bruce Campbell, just got together and made this gonzo movie about, about demons attacking people in a cabin and how they did everything on a shoestring budget and... It's all it's all there, you know. I mean, you can you know that they had almost nothing to work with, yeah. and every piece that they had, every bit of uh, if you will juice and viscera that they could pull from every resource they mm-hmm. had is right there on the screen, and it was so super super cool <laughs> being a kid and seeing that, being a kid who wanted to do that, and and looking at at this movie that they made and going, oh. Maybe we could do this too. It is not so inconceivable. And from yeah. there, yeah, and from there you jump to Evil Dead 2 and you see they did it again, but now it's really funny. And then <laughs> jumping to Army of Darkness and going, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, for me definitely started then. And it is just, that is, I've carried that with me. That's true. Sam Raimi was 20 when he directed the first Evil Dead. Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. was 21. Yep. And I was like, oh, look at those little cheeks. <laughs> How about you, Elena? Uh, I love all things Evil Dead. I was in Bill Castellino's Rocky Horror because I sang All the Men in My Life Keep Getting Killed by Candarian Demons for the audition. <laughs> and now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head for the rest of the and night. And you're welcome. <laughs> uh, and it's also one of the first movies I saw, which doesn't say much the, about... The first Evil Dead movies is one of the is the one of the first of the movies first you ever movie. saw. Yeah, because... The, the first my, Evil Dead. My cousin is... <laughs> yeah. My cousin is uh, super into horror... What? Yeah, no, like, no, like, not one of the first ones that I've ever seen, but, like, one of the okay. first, like, movies that I, I was, was just say, super... I was gonna say, your cover is awful. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, well, it, I, I was really young. We watched Tales of the Crypt when he would babysit, and, like, then he was yeah. like, we're watching um, Evil Dead, I'm making you cool. And it was, literally, this was, I had a Hanson CD, and I, when I was older, and I was like, you have to listen to this band, Hanson, and I was like, Still way too young for whatever. And he goes, I'll listen to it if you watch all of these movies. Oh. And so we just marathoned, and then he took the CD, put it in the CD changer, and went, no, this is garbage, and threw it out the window. <laughs> and then he was like, you're welcome. Now you're cooler. <laughs> so shout out to Brian. Thanks for being cooler. Your cousin is me. My cousin is awesome. See, now I'm just thinking of a version of Evil Dead set to Hanson songs. <laughs> The internet, the internet can make this happen. Internet yeah, make this happen. Exactly. For me. Just do a supercut of uh, all the the sort of slapstick scenes in the Evil Dead films and just to cut um-bop. it into umbop. Mm. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for intervening. No, yeah. Thank you. Actually, don't do that. Please. Don't do that. Nobody wants to see that. Uh, no, I. Uh, so for me, when I was in fourth grade, my favorite show in the entire world was Xena Warrior Princess, mm-hmm. uh, on which uh, Bruce Campbell played Atalicus, the King of Thieves. <laughs> And so I, uh, I was watching TV one time and, uh, Army of Darkness was on and I saw Bruce Campbell was in it and I was like, oh man, that's the King of Thieves. And so I just kept watching it and never looked back. <laughs> that's, that's my story. Amazing. Um, How about you, Ray? So 
Okay, first I want to say, can you do? Can, can I hear your Xena like? War- oh, the warrior! Cry. Can really you do the it. warrior? Cry? I think I might be able to. Oh, I haven't been practicing this is amazing. Anything, so here we go. <laughs> Was that pretty good? That was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, that I was, tried. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. Shout out to all of our audio listeners. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, Bruce is is really young in the first one. And when mm-hmm. I watched it, um, I I had I had watched I watched the first one after meeting Bruce. Okay. So, I was like, I, I went to work one day and I was like, Bruce, I watched the first one, and like your balls hadn't dropped. Like when you shot that first one, like his voice was so like like high, mm-hmm. um, and he looks really really young. Like it's funny because you you just you can see the the difference. In, yeah, in, no, in, it's so true. In that first movie, you look back at it and it's like he's so. Like tall and skinny, and just, he not he's not like right. the formidable figure well, that we all think of him as. His right. character is so so different. Yeah, Ash is so different in the first movie. I do have to say, I loved. I know we haven't jumped into the episode yet, but I loved the way that they had the flashback by just being projected. <laughs> oh my! Like, oh, now I'm gonna have to go and watch everything again right now. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I, I when we shot that, they they you know explained like how it was going to look and, and and I thought that was really cool I wasn't quite getting it it was just a bunch of boxes yeah <laughs> right, right. but I think the first episode is kind of like Evil Dead for dummies sorry these yeah. headphones are killing me guys um <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think it's like Evil Dead for Dummies and it's funny that you said Tales from the Crypt because I do think that it is sort of like Tales from the Crypt yeah. it has that feeling and um I'm I'm really excited that 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 it has that kind of a feeling because I, I love, love Tales that. from the Crypt. Yeah, yeah the no. fun horror. Yeah, totally. That, you know, I mean, I don't recommend letting your youngins watch no, it because no. they'll turn out like me. But growing up, I thought it was awesome and was super fun and was running around like quoting the Crypt Keeper and yeah. then like yeah. lines from the movie, which yeah. as a child is weird. But... Anybody who knows me knows that I hate puns, but I give the Crypt Keeper a pass. That's how much I like <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. I love puns. <laughs> that, I think that's where my early obsession with puns came from, and it's you're gonna hate doing this panel with me, Megan, because oh, it's no, nothing don't, but puns. Don't worry. City USA. Oh, I have a lot of co-hosts. <laughs> she survived many, many panels. It's full true. Of puns. I'm the Punisher, man. <laughs> well, for, for she me. just did it. She just she just made one. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, for for me, um, my my relation with Evil Dead is um, I sat down at a friend's house. And her dad was like, we're watching Army of Darkness. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and so he sat us down to watch Army of Darkness. And I was like, I don't know what I just saw. And then he showed us the alternate ending. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I saw, but I liked the first ending better. <laughs> uh, with S-Mart. Yeah, I liked and the S-Mart ending, It too. was years uh, before I sat down to watch the first one. And then I watched the first one, and I hated it really? so much because I was expecting Evil Dead uh, too, uh-huh. and right. I got Evil Dead and so I like it took me a good while after that to sit down and watch Evil Dead 2 and I'm so glad that I decided to go back to it I was mm-hmm. like you know what I'll give it another chance and Evil Dead 2 is one of the best things I've ever seen yeah. but I feel like yeah. the odd man out um, talking to a lot of Evil Dead fans because I hate the first one so much yeah. I really yeah. do I, mean, I didn't see the second one until way later in life yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is opposite order I, I saw them in the complete reverse order so <laughs> I saw two Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
one and then three. And, you know, I, I'm my favorite is two. Yeah. yeah. Two is my favorite yeah. also. Two, two, is, my, two is my favorite. I, 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 I get Army of Darkness. Um, <laughs> and our show is very much... It has a lot of that, you know. We we yeah, I agree, I agree with you on that completely. We 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 had um, a lot of tones that were happening that you know because we were we were taking the three of the mo- mm-hmm. the three movies and sort of trying to pull from all of them, and I think it happens and uh, and it happens in a really great way. I mean, that's very absolutely. true. I was gonna say, you know what I think tonally actually I found interesting um, with this pilot episode was that I felt like it had the humor mm-hmm. of Army of Darkness. But, like, the violence and the scary factor of Evil yeah. Dead 2. Yeah. 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 The amazing it, thing about the show so far is how effectively it is a horror show, a comedy, and an action show. Mm-hmm. A lot all at once. That, that, that's the thing that I've been people have been saying. Like, well, how do you feel like your show is in comparison to, uh, you know, other horror shows that are on the air right now? And I always say, like, you can't compare it because... <laughs> I I, yeah. I I don't want it to be compared to to the other shows that are out there because we don't take ourselves seriously and it is cult classic comedic horror yeah. wrapped up in like a single camera you know like sitcom yeah. scenario <laughs> so so it's it's great it's because there's nothing else out there like it I mean yeah. it's a half hour so yeah. it's it's quick you can you know eat your bag of popcorn and yeah. you know, I love it. Be yeah, done. it's and so stylistically too, just brilliant because you're cracking up at things, and then like genuine startle scares, and then just absurd, over the top, like someone gets shot in the eyeballs, pop out, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. tongue and fly super, towards the camera. Yeah. Super purposely cheesy CGI, which we oh, get to see so now. It's yeah. great. The only thing is, I would kill to see this in 3D because I feel like the way it's cut, <laughs> there like, are well, if, would... if the fans out there that are watching right now said, you know, hey, we want to have a 3D episode, I'm sure first season two, as you all yes. know. I didn't think that I would be saying season two this early right. in, the, in the game, like in a in a scenario where we're you know we're talking about the show, and so uh, I'm super thankful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, Stars has been uh, an amazing network um, and a perfect home for for Evil Dead. They they've just been so great with everything that they've been doing, and I love the way the network is um, sort of throwing in like ethnic diversity yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, with, with, yeah. The, with all of their shows but also on our show you know it's 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 really great um, what I think is the coolest thing about your show too is that it's very much in line with the horror genre and super intense horror fans will love it but it also recognizes the tropes and kind of turns them on their head so correct. instead of being like a sidekick your character is more a team correct. and then you know we and are you see the ultimate yeah. it's perfect and the hot girl yeah. you know isn't just like the oh I twisted my ankle she's like she's oh. fighting back no look <laughs> yeah. look look. I mean you know as a kid I was a huge horror fan right. and you know I loved things like uh, you know Halloween Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. Freddy yeah. Krueger going back to like laughing and being scared at the same time but I wanted to be the, the person running from the monster and being chased <laughs> you know, by the monster but I also wanted to be the hero saving you know the chick and 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 doing all the great fun stuff um and now you as, are as an adult <laughs> yeah for my job i mean if you can call that call this work um i get to do that for a living and yeah i'm i'm one step closer to being you know the superhero that i always wanted to be as a kid but i am the first 
Latino sidekick oh. of a uh, horror genre. So I will. I, will I say, didn't even realize that. Yeah. I mean, right? Am I wrong? I've been sort of. That's like cool. me. Me just saying that. I'm the one that decided that. But I don't think. <laughs> I, I, I think I decided it because someone crunched ne- the numbers. Well, you have a headset, so what you say is right, right. is accurate. So, awesome. exactly. And the clipboard is on its way. On its way. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, I don't even need the clipboard. But no, back to the 3D. If yeah. the fans want to have a 3D uh, episode, maybe season premiere of season two, we can make it a 3D episode. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to send fans glasses. Yeah. T- tweet me at Real Race Santiago <laughs> and let me know uh, you know, what kind of ideas you guys have for the show because I'm going into the writer's room like in a couple of weeks and they're, they're really cool. They let us like, you know, say like yeah, well, nice. you know, what we think about certain things. You so. hear that everyone? That's- send him your pitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard you were talking once about how you literally went into Sam Raimi's office and you were handwriting, rewriting a scene. Yeah, this is this is like unheard of, you know. Like I've been blessed with this amazing opportunity to work with with these great people, but um, you know, when you you dream of getting that job, that yeah. big job that you've been waiting for, um, you don't think that it's going to happen like this, and and that and that it will you know check off all the marks, like. You know, great director, great actor, great network. Um, but he basically was – everybody was super cool and they allowed us to sort of influence – you know, throw ideas out or whatever. And, and one day we were working with a scene and, uh, you know, we, we said that we didn't feel like comfortable with the way we were speaking in the scene. And he was like, well, how would you say it? And got a pencil and said like, let's rewrite it. And so Dana DeLorenzo um, – who plays Kelly and I, we were looking at each other like, what is happening right now? Like, he's letting us rewrite the scene and we're rewriting it right now, like, in his office with, like, pen and paper, like, old school style. And then we were, like, fighting for the, the clipboard. Because <laughs> she was like, well, well, let me, and I was like, no, 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 like, like we're both doing it. It's cool. We're sharing it, you know? Um, and that, that's, that's just a funny story because it was, like, the beginning of, like, you know, Dana and I being, like, what is going on? Yeah. And um, there's a moment in the pilot where it sort of clicked for uh, Dana and I. Um, it's the end of the the pilot, and it's when you know I'm not going to sort of ruin it, but I guess I can. People, have seen yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the after, after show, show. We're specifically yeah. talking yeah. about spoilers. So, yeah. okay, it's not called the before show. So, <laughs> yeah, the moment at the end when um, you know I say to him, you know, how does it, you know, how does it feel? Uh, to be back, you know? It's good to see you, Jefe. Um, You know, um, like that moment where we're looking at each other and it's the three of us and it's that shot. Um, I looked at Dana and that was the moment when we both realized, oh shit, we're the future of Evil Dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is groovy. Yeah, we (laughs) just entered this whole other world. You know, it's only now starting to sink in what... um, we've gotten ourselves into but we knew and i knew um at at the beginning that i wanted to be you know really good and not let the fans down so which is why when i auditioned i said to sam he said to me right before my last audition he said hey you know you when you get to new zealand you're gonna have to do a lot of stunts it's gonna be long hours there's gonna be a lot of blood uh you know i just want to make sure that you you know you're okay with that and I said, look, man, like, I want to be covered in as much blood as possible. <laughs> You're hired. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I want to run through the wilderness of New Zealand completely naked, covered in blood from dogs. <laughs> and I think our show kind of checks off all those boxes. So, and so he's like, like, it's so good that you were on the show because when you are doing that just for fun. Yeah, right? exactly. It's I didn't... so funny you say that. That's episode three. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, he they they started to as 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 the episodes went on, you know, they would we get new pages, right. and they were like, "We decided that we're going to put you through this this week." And so, <laughs> hashtag Pablo has seen some shit. Uh, it's this, you know, you'll see. I'll post pictures and stuff of all the things that happened to Pablo and, <laughs> and all the craziness that he goes through. I but, know oh, you already Pablo. got covered in some blood in this episode. I was Quite stabbed. Yeah, you yeah. got stabbed in the arm. I and will then, say then, though that chainsaw kick. I mean, that is just a moment that people, I think, are going to just remember many, many seasons. Like, it's a given that this is just. It is an instantly iconic moment. Yes, it's amazing. Well, and I wanted yes. to I wanted to tag up on a couple of things that you were talking about because watching this pilot, um, and and you and I were talking a little bit before we got yeah. on mic about how we're we're both big fans of the property going back a long, long time, and any time that the decision is made to resurrect a beloved property. There's always a little bit of, yes, excitement, but a little bit of trepidation because we've all, as fans, seen that go horribly awry more than yes. once. And there's right. always so many times. anything like this, no matter who's making it, there are always so many more ways things can go wrong than things can go right. So when I saw the pilot for the first time, uh, I mean, it immediately just a massive sense of relief. But mm-hmm. also, it's, again, as somebody who's been a fan for so many years, it's a, everything you could ever possibly want as a fan of this show, um, a, a fan of the series, right? Yeah. Uh, but also, there's a certain, and I, it's a, maybe a strange word to use, but there's a certain uh, purity of this, like, pure, raw energy feeling to it mm-hmm. that is, it's positively electric for the entirety of its runtime, but... Positively posit- electric? Yes! <laughs> That's the pull quote. I, you can put that I on posters that. and whatnot. Yeah. Absolutely. It, is, it, it well, balances these tones so well. I think, you know, no, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I no. think you get, you started off with saying that, um, you know, these guys did Evil Dead and they were, they went to school together and it was like a group of, you know, filmmakers saying that they just wanted to make something and, and that's the school that I come from, you yeah. know, like I have friends that are like, you know, write it and we'll get the money and we'll make it happen and, you know, I want to get to the top with my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. I, I want to, you know, create that community. Absolutely. And I think that that is what um, has happened throughout the years with the franchise and I think the fact that we have Sam... And uh, Bruce and Rob Tappert, yeah. um, these three three guys, and for you know you guys out there, Rob Tappert's the exec, one of the executive producers who's done, you know, Xena and all of the all of the uh, Evil Dead movies. But um, to have these three elements is key, and so to have it thirty something years later, and they're all there, they all sort of have their thing that they bring to the table, and you know, Bruce obviously has a heavy hand in what mm-hmm. what can and cannot happen, and sure. if he doesn't right. like something, if he doesn't feel like it's right, he says it. You know, then Sam obviously, you know, he doesn't direct the rest of the, the right. series, right? Of course, but <laughs> directed this episode. Yeah. You know, he's back in like you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like uh, he- heaven overseeing things, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> picking us up and torturing us and yeah. saying what he does and doesn't like and so I think that 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 is why you feel that the the project is positive positively electric and then the other thing sorry to, to ramble no, no. no I'm just excited but um is that they also wanted to make sure the people that they brought on had uh, those that kind of quality that they each have yes mm-hmm. and so Sam when he sat me down and said that, he was like, you know, Pablo is, you know, the heart and good conscience of the show. Yes. He is the eyes of the audience, and he is a good person, and I can tell that you're a good person, Ray. Mm. And we both almost kind of said at the same time, like, that has been screwed over. And he was like, <laughs> we need to see sure. that right. vulnerability. Um, 
and he just wanted to make sure that I kept kept the heart, you know. Yeah. And 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 Dana is this badass chick who is you know the brains of the operation, and Ash is the muscle, and you know Jill. Who's the newbie uh, to one of the newbies like us, one of the new kids? She's also a badass chick um, who's just killing it. Yeah. I mean, that scene. And then talking about badass chicks when you're in the diner and Lucy Lawless turns around. I know. Oh. Just like hanging out. There were so hey, many moments watching it that I just fangirled, squealed in yeah. my room with my cat. Watch, like, it just. <laughs> I like, may have also fangirled, <laughs> squealed. One of them definitely was when you come in with. Oh yeah, yeah, and you hit the doll with the shovel, and oh, then that just was the so high. great. Hey. Which is an interesting Amazing. scene. Actually, we we have a lot of fans who are actually split on this evil doll scene. Oh, some people are upset that it was CGI and that it, oh, and because for them, you know, they've never seen like CGI incorporated into Evil, into Dead, evil Dead outside yeah. of the remake, the, the remake which sure. was fantastic. Right, DW talking remake. about badass, but that chicks. was almost totally. Totally practical. They use CG yeah, for no, touch-ups and things yeah. like that. Again, yeah. it, this series has been very dedicated to practical effects. I'm of the school of thought that this doll thing was pretty great. It was because so much it's, fun. It's just... It's it's supposed to be yeah it is supposed to be and that and that's the thing is anytime there was a moment in there where it was very blatantly CGI. It was very intentional. You know what I mean? Because once again, it's like you're dealing with this this project that is equal parts horror and comedy and right. it's that campy cult comedy right. there's absolutely a place for ridiculous CGI oh, in, within Ash vs. Evil it's, Dead it's coming it's it's happening yeah. there, there, <laughs> there is a lot of that that will happen and we definitely push it so yeah exactly I thought the doll was a brilliant way to <laughs> well, incorporate it it was great because you had to see it's like it was like Sam Raimi with a doll mm-hmm. on, and there was a stick and, he, <laughs> and, and so the doll's on a stick and he just like was you know, going like back to Bruce the whole time, like controlling the dolls to sort of like give Bruce like, you know, the action of what's happening. A mental yeah. image of Sam Raimi, like this twisted puppet master, yes. like poking that the That is exactly what it phenomenal. looked like. And I was just like looking at it and I was like, what is my life? Like, what is going on right now? You know? Because there's nothing there. That's the part right. that I didn't... um you know, they didn't do this in the audition process. They mm-hmm. they were mostly connected. They wanted to make sure that Bruce and I had chemistry, right. and um, they they believed that individually um, each of us, because Dana and I never actually read together. We they 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 just knew that they wanted both of us, and they trusted and believed that we would be fine. And I love that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you have awesome on screen chemistry. Yeah, just the three of you together. I yeah, like, yeah, love that girl. And and I wake up like after we got back from New Zealand. Um, I, I I would wake up like in my house here in L.A. and I, I would just be like. I want some Dana. I need some Dana in my life. Uh, And so we're all really, really close. But okay, I was talking about the doll, Dana. (laughs) Yeah, Sam Raimi with the doll on the stage. I imagine kind of being isolated in New Zealand, too, that that you guys... That was part of the equation. That that, that was one of the elements that um, was great because, you know, normally you just go home or you're in L.A. But, like, we sort of got to travel Mm -hmm. and become this family unit the way that we do on the show. And... You know, we don't know anybody in New Zealand really sure. mm-hmm. outside of our crew. And I just want to give a big ups to our crew because we had an amazing, uh, the best Kiwis uh, working for us <laughs> ever. And they, were, they were so dope. Um, but, um, yeah, we became that kind of a family that, you know, 
we could lean on because we didn't have anyone else and we were going on this journey together. And it's just so nice to have a job where you go to work with your coworkers and you, you like them. And, and, and Dana and I are sort of like going through this journey together. You know, Bruce has obviously done this for mm-hmm. a long time and I've been doing this for, you know, over a decade, but this is, um, sort of a big high profile project yeah. for me. And so, yeah, it's nice to have somebody that, is going through it with you. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Something <laughs> to take this journey with. Um, kind of going back to this scene with the doll and then the scene that subsequently follows it when Ash is kind of explaining the story to yes. young Pablo, I wanted to get your guys' take on the way it's being presented, the canon in this series, because we get kind of kind of an Evil Dead musical thing going that's, on with the canon. That's what I was going to say. To me, because, because I got really back into Evil Dead when I started getting into Evil Dead the musical, and so <laughs> to me, I really enjoyed the way that they presented it, because they presented it very much like Evil Dead the musical, which kind of takes all the versions of Evil Dead and puts them into one story, mm-hmm. because they retold the initial cabin in the woods story so many mm-hmm. times you know in you know in the first film and and obviously according to Ash vs Evil Dead the television series the canon is he went into the woods with a bunch of his friends it wasn't just he and his girlfriend Linda going away on a romantic getaway so i i like that they incorporated everybody the thing i that was blatantly obvious and i don't know if ash just omitted this cuz he's like probably going to be too far-fetched to mention it, <laughs> is he completely omits the part where he went back yeah. inside. So I am under the impression, and if anybody in the room tell me if I'm mistaken, I'm under the impression that as of this moment, you can't lean too much on Army of Darkness because of rights issues. Because ev- uh, all took, the original no, movies... You, took, you know your stuff. Yeah. That is, because that they're is all correct. owned yeah. by different entities still. They are. That, is, that is correct. And we, we are working on that. Yeah. And we had to fight for a couple of things. Um, you know, little things like being able to say boomstick. And- boomstick. Right. I, wasn't yeah. the term deadites originally from Army of Darkness? Um, I, f- I don't I feel like, like that's was that in Evil Dead 2. Was that in Evil Yeah, I think but, so. But there, you know, he's working at Value Mart and not S Mart. I know. Yeah. I had a moment of being like, did S Mart go out of business? <laughs> to be well, fair. It probably would have. Probably I mean, would have. Yeah. That could have been attacked, like, right? You know, and they could have easily shotgun. been bought by another corporation because I assume that Smart has multiple stores, and so maybe they were just, you know, bought by another company. But it's also just as likely too that even if Ash is constantly pulling his boomstick out and defending everybody, yeah. eventually the general manager is going to go, "Hey, all these demons keep looking <laughs> for you here. You're fired." Yeah, that is true. Um, but also, I think it's interesting. You can't lean too much on on the story of Army of Darkness and the events of Army of Darkness, but I do think it's interesting. In as much as there is a continuity to the series, that the progression of Ash as a character, I feel like if you go straight from Evil Dead 2 to the show, you miss a step. Yes, yeah, I agree. Because Army of Darkness ah. is what solidifies Ash as the character that we know him as. This is true. And, and in the show, he is very much in character with the character mm-hmm. that was established in Army of Darkness. I don't remember if it was Sam Raimi or Bruce Campbell. One of the two of them in an interview at one point, maybe recently, probably recently, said... Ash thinks he's the roadrunner, but he's Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> and that, that sounds about right. That to yeah. me is the version of the character that I'm seeing in elements of this series, and that to me was really evolved in Army of Darkness. Just I just love that the whole thing starts with he recited <laughs> oh from the Necronomicon God. because he was stoned. Oh. 
with uh, some chick and was like, I don't have anything in French, so let's just summon some demons. Right? <laughs> like, how stupid is he? Right? I know. He's so stupid. Yet but at he's the so same charmingly time, stupid. I was going to say, yet at the same time, there is a there is an element of believability in that yeah. scenario. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Totally. Just as equally believable that he would go to a bar with a bullshit story <laughs> and then end he, up like five minutes later banging a girl in the bathroom. And when he ordered the two glasses of white wine that just he laughed so hard. I just love that he sees the, the demon and he's exactly. like, I gotta go. I can stick around for yeah. a minute. So, yeah. so what would you say is your favorite uh, moment in the pilot? Just can, oh, can we go around the table? So many. Um, for me, I think it was the introduction of that girl when she first became a deadite because it was very much, it was very, very similar in many ways to how, uh, Cheryl was introduced as being a deadite in the first Evil Dead film where you're just looking at her back and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. But then when she just freaking turned her whole head around, I was like, oh my God. So that was great. That was, and I really like the deadite makeup. It looks really good. Yeah, no, the, the aesthetic <laughs> makeup has always been really yeah. great in this series. But yeah, it looks especially great here. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, favorite part, it's, it is really hard to pick because all of this felt so much like Evil Dead. Yeah. I'm going to say, though, that I I actually really appreciated Amanda Fisher's storyline okay. um, because mm. we have all this really cartoony stuff and the most serious we have this episode, which is the darker side of Evil Dead, right. was her storyline. Because right. the Deadites, we can, as silly and campy as Evil Dead is, we have genuine emotional moments, particularly in Evil Dead 2. There are genuine yeah. emotional moments in this series, and I feel like we got that the most from Amanda's storyline. You you definitely you definitely do get it from her. Um, she she jokes and says like when she read the script, she thought that um, in the description uh, for the for the the show, mm-hmm. she she thought that it was um, a typo that it said comedy because she was like <laughs> she's like she's like that I'm, wasn't funny. I'm in a she's like I'm in a drama, and you know and and you guys are in a comedy, and so we would joke all the time because like when she was shooting that scene. She'd be like, "We're all like on different shows right now. Like, I'm shooting this scene where that's like that's like crazy." But I think that's right. The, another thing that we do is that we keep throwing in all these different. Yeah, elements. yeah. That's such a testament, I think, to how well the pilot is made. That it can be, you know, depending go, on go which scene, yeah, absolutely, and it never feels inconsistent. It's a constant through line that you, yeah. you never feel like it's disjointed at all. You and we, we, we definitely play with um, the other characters later on in the in the season, sort of um, bringing that to the table. Mm-hmm. So you will sort of discover yeah. a little bit more about each of us individually. Yeah, I um, hope she gets some comedic scenes soon. But um, I she's do. She's really funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. I do want to say there was something that caught my attention. Was the first thing the Deadite says after mm-hmm. Burn in Hell was, "We know who you are." Yes. 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 I felt like. What is that leading up to? What significance is that? I know. See, Um, I love that you pick your favorite scene as like the one that you can jump in and analyze. Be like that. Mine is Vivian in the trailer. Just because. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That that chainsaw. So army of darkness. But I also love that afterwards you just pull the knife out. And I was like, oh, pull the knife out earlier. Okay, so uh, I know the answer to that. Oh. Oh. 
got that clipboard. Oh! <laughs> uh, and someone get this man a clipboard. I need to know. Um, and then, yeah, so that whole thing, right? I was like, you should have seen me on the day. Like, I was pulling it out, and I was like, acting up a storm. <laughs> I was just like, oh! And Sam was like, look, just pull it out really quickly and just keep keep it moving. Like, it's not, we're not in a war movie. And I was like, okay, all right. So I got it, you know, because like, you just, you just need someone to tell you like, what kind do you want? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, in horror and comedy, it's like, Yes, I I got stabbed in the first episode. And, like, episodes two and three, I was, like, definitely, like, trying to throw in a couple moments, like, throughout, where I would be, like, my Referencing your injured shoulder. Like, and I'd be, like, guys, I was really stabbed, like, like, really badly. Like, I feel like I should be, like, hospitalized. Or, like, we should, like, play up. And they're, like, no, no, it's, it's, It's we're moving on. I love, though... After the doll scene, when he she kicks out his tooth, and then oh, I, I was like, "How? I, like, yeah, when they she have does to that have some right sort up. of reference to this later." Like, is it? And then he just goes and picks up a different pair of dentures, and it's like, "Okay, well, the tooth thing's fixed for the yep. rest of the season." That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best way to fix <laughs> Re- that. Resolve a missing tooth. Ah, just replace all the teeth. It was so good. It, to to your credit for you know wanting to play up that like. Poor, you know, poor Pablo. He could mm-hmm. have been like, "Hey, Kelly, would you mind taking a look at my shoulder?" I mean, I, I really. Well, how think do you I'm know right. that doesn't happen? Hey, it's true. This is only the first I episode. Said I love me some data. So. <laughs> I need someone to tend to my wounds. Yeah, no, pa- Pablo definitely has a thing for 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 Kelly, and he is just the whole season trying to get her to see that he is the man. For her, and um, I think some, I forget what number it is, but there's some things that happen that will definitely um, be exciting for the audiences to see. Kiss, kiss, kiss! Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's, Pablo she, certainly wants that. <laughs> hashtag Pablo has seen it. Ship it to some extent. Does everybody ship it, or do you guys like? Nah, she's too cool for him. Oh no! How, how, do you, how do you how do you make it through that pilot without wanting to see the two of them <laughs> yeah. ride off into the sunset together on that moped bike? That was probably the best part of for me was uh, learning how to ride a motorcycle. That's, That's awesome. Pretty cool. I mean, I was kind of yeah. like a little old lady, like <laughs> in New Zealand. Like I went really, really slow. Like I said yeah. to all my friends, and they were like, "You're going really slow." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I what I really like about Pablo as a character is that he takes charge. Of a lot of situations. So, for example, you know, when Kelly was on the, like, FaceTime with her dad and then right. her dead mom showed up in the doorway and she Super realized, uh, okay, I gotta go and deal with this because my mom's dead and now she's alive. And I like that, you know, Pablo is like, all right, you know, go start up the bike because I feel like he takes charge of situations without being a really alpha male. Mm-hmm. We, made yeah. that, we, we made that up on the day. Did really? you really? Yeah, it was written differently and it was Aww. not working for Sam and I was like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. through the both of both of us, and I was t- like terrified because it was my first day, and we're working on like a specific schedule, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how how's this gonna work? And I like threw some ideas out, and then he like we played for a little bit, and then the next day he's like, I watched the dailies of that scene, and um, it's it came it came across really well. I'm really glad. And so oh, nice. I, I think that Pablo, you know, le- you you first look at him and you think that he's this like wide eyed naive guy, and he is. You know, um, but when shit hits the fan, 
um, he definitely steps up to the plate and, and knows what to do. Mm-hmm. And, From Honduras um, to Michigan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Jersey. 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 Right. Jersey. Lex, we didn't get to hear your favorite moment from the pilot. Mm, so... In in a show that has so many absolutely fantastic little moments, like there are certain moments that stick out to me, like the shot we even both reacted audibly while we were watching it uh, out there when uh, when Amanda blows the zombie's head off in the wide against the yes, the drape. And you just see the red. Like it's, it's, that, I how do you turn uh, uh, the the bullet decapitation of a zombie into visual poetry and that's that's how you do it they did it <laughs> or whether it's whether it's certain lines that are amazing like you have most of my favorite lines in the pilot really um, well I can point <laughs> and it's, no, it's honestly it's a it's a delivery thing yes. like you're yes. the, like the, no the way you delivered uh, uh, she haunts my dreams just kidding yeah. she does though <laughs> she does. Uh, amazing moments <laughs> like moments like that I think are fantastic because they say so much about who you are for me, for me, and maybe this is a little bit of a cheat, but it's it's the last moment of the episode, and it's uh, I'm going to call it the stick the landing moment mm-hmm. because it comes after the big chaotic battle in this trailer, which has it, every moment in that sequence is so Evil Dead. The the demon cam approaching the trailer, the windows blowing in, the super quick close ups yes. jumping in everything, yes. watching you guys react to whether it's Ash or the <sighs> chaos around you, you with the thing in your shoulder, you yeah. reacting to the blood spray, all of that. Is so so great, so great, and then you know there's got to be a a button on the end of the episode, and it's the shot of the three of you where you ask him how's it feel. He says groovy. Groovy. Cut to credits, and it's it's a you know they're gonna work one of the catchphrases in somewhere, and you you hope that you know it's as beautiful as it was, but it's. That's the moment yeah. where it crystallizes everything. You know, obviously, you know who Ash is, but you know who you guys are immediately. And you that know, you're a unit. And, yeah. and you feel it. And yeah. You, yeah, I think, you know, I think the show is about a group of people who are trying to escape who they are. Yeah. And who they're meant to be. But, you know, they're, 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 once they confront their inner demons and the demons that they come into contact with, <laughs> the actual demons, demons. <laughs> then they become this ultimate monster fighting squad. And, and, um, you know, they, they sort of help each other along the way. And you were um, able to, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. No, no I was just saying, I wasn't saying anything. You were able to I establish how excited that. you are. <laughs> I, this, I'm sorry. No, no, no I'm like, great. I'm fanning out I, hard. I want to, I want to tell you a story after you say what you're going to say because I think you might like it. But cool. <laughs> okay. No, all I'm saying is that is so cool and it doesn't happen that often where you get such a clear sense of who your protagonists are at the end of a pilot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just this comparing it to horror shows. So yeah. happy any feel this show, way. dude, any show at all, that yeah. happens so, so infrequently. So it's not hard to go, you know, when you read that Stars gave you guys a green light for season two before the first show aired, you go, oh wow, they must be really happy with this. Before and then you that, see it. it yeah. And then the you day, see yeah, it and it's like, oh, okay, this is... This is why they're so happy with this. Because you're like, they also squeed on a <laughs> Yeah, they, like, you they know. watched it. They watched it. <laughs> Give me more. Yeah. Um, yeah, there there was that like uh, trailer scene. We took took a really long time. Um, but we, we all had to do like, um, I don't know, we, I trained for jujitsu, stunt training, harness training. Um, but there was this one part uh, in the pilot where he says, uh, what the hell? Uh, I think he says like what the hell or what the hell is that or something mm-hmm. and so like and it was this shot that was sort of like um, turning right it was just, it was the like, leaves on the ceiling you no know, it was like his face looking up and the and camera, camera yeah. 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 so Sam wanted to do this really cool shot where it would be like Bruce looking up saying like 
what the hell? And then me saying, is on the... And then, <laughs> and then cut to Dana saying, roof. <laughs> so, and so, like, we thought it was really cool. And then I was watching them shoot it. I was watching Dana's, uh, cu- the, them shoot Dana's part. Mm-hmm. And, it, and she looks up and she goes, roof. <laughs> and it just looked like she was, like, barking. So we ended up, we ended up not using that. <laughs> Um, we also ended up not using a scene uh, where Dana um, uh, Kelly Pablo brings Kelly a, a, a cupcake uh, in the in the in the cafeteria Aww. of the and yeah. she's like, "Why are you giving me this? Like, do you want to fuck me? Like, what's your problem?" Like, and I was like, "I'm just trying to be nice, uh, you know." But if you don't want it, and then she like takes it and she shoves it in her mouth, she eats it all after I ask her for it or whatever. So, right. but um, <laughs> well, we didn't, we didn't have that. enough time, but like, yeah. uh, I really liked that scene because it was just like, we got to play off of each other really well, but you'll, you'll get more, more. But we already got a little bit of her sass. Yeah. yeah. You know, the oh, introduction she's, she's of sassy. thank your she... mom. And then she does her whole, my mom died. I just oh, love that no. was just the awkward, like, Oh, <laughs> well in the future, just say, yeah, okay, I'll tell her. That's <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, like, that's super rude. Yeah, to, like, that's to say to somebody you just yeah, met. You're, you'll get it. And I, I like that they acknowledge that Ash is very much a chauvinist, that he does feel the need to be that alpha oh, male. Oh, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know, show that there are now these strong female characters, which I feel like has been kind of lacking since Evil Dead 2, because we had right. Annie. Right. But even she got killed by the end. Right. Um so it's nice having actual strong female characters and not like stock strong female characters. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. They're they're interesting female characters. Yeah. <laughs> we have a couple um, comments on the hashtag. Oh, do we? One is from Mystico Gandark great. on Twitter, uh, saying Ash is great at throwing axes, but not darts. That's very true. That's that true. was yeah. a really great visual gag. But to be fair, he at least hit something and the dart stuck. If I wasn't <laughs> looking and I was like, this, it would be a miracle if it stuck anywhere. So I will give him a little bit. And it was on the same wall as the dartboard, so I'll give him a pass. Just really glad he didn't hurt anybody. And uh, we also have Vern's views on Twitter saying, get this man a clipboard. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Hashtag clipboard. And Hashtag Vern, positive. Vern's also has the book, uh, Confessions of a movie actor. Oh, me, me, awesome. and Vern, me and Vern are going to start a book club. <laughs> I think there's like, another one coming. Oh, awesome. Well, I know he did He did that one, and then he did a second book, which is How to Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way, Yes, which is not nonfiction. <laughs> um, but it's certainly enjoyable. <laughs> well, guys, we are running a little short on time, so as as much as we love this episode, we should probably move into predictions for the rest for of the After season. After Buzz TV predictions. We still got the light oh, show. Oh, we did get Yay. the light show. <laughs> that was quick. All right, guys, so all, all in all... We got a little a little preview of what's mm-hmm. going to happen for the rest of the season. Yep. We all got real jazzed for it. Uh, I want to know, thoughts around the room, what do you guys think is going to happen? I mean, season? they're going to go to the cabin, yeah? That's, that <laughs> that's seems really pretty exciting. clear from the promo to yes. me. And that's all I want in life, is to go back to, go that, back to that Go cabin. back to that darn cabin. <laughs> I just predict more phenomenal one-liners that just fill my heart with joy. <laughs> because that's kind of a lazy man's prediction, because that's a gift. It's just going to happen. <laughs> they're coming for sure. They're coming for sure, and we all sort of have them. 
<laughs> well, my favorite comes from Army of Darkness. What you've got here is Jack and shit, and Jack skipped town. Yes. <laughs> you got the wrong Hefe chief. That was my favorite. <laughs> so the Deadites know who Amanda is. I know. Who is Amanda? And moreover, why is Lucy Lawless looking for Ash? Yeah. I'm really glad she is. She thinks he's responsible for something, it seems like. She's hunting him for a specific purpose. He kind of is responsible. He is very much responsible for what's happening. (laughs) Shame on him. So... But how would she know about it? I don't what know. connection does Ruby have? Because the character we didn't get it this right, episode. But her we name know is Ruby. Her name is Ruby. Yeah. Um, what connection does she have to Ash and to the Deadites? Maybe she's related to the professor that found the Necronomicon all those years ago. Hey. Maybe. Yeah, well, my guess would be family connection. Yeah, I was going to say she could be part of fa- Annie's family. <laughs> I'm knows? burgling yeah. your clipboard because yeah, right. we're finding out these answers. <laughs> so I'm just trying to keep my, my face like because I don't want to reveal. Yeah, you know, and you know. All of this already. Yeah. So he's really trying hard not to give away the fact that the aliens are going to come down at the end of the season. Exactly. They've been in space this entire yep. time. Um, for, for me, I, I want to know about Amanda. I want to know why the Deadites were like, we know who you are. And it sounds to me, just kind of listening to the things that the Deadites have said to Ash, and maybe I'm taking a leap here, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily sound like they want to kill him right now. It sounds almost like they need him for something. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the Deadite was saying, we await you. Yeah. Like, maybe they need him to go Think back to yeah. where hell to yeah. unleash yeah. everything. Exactly. Maybe yeah. they need him to finish what he started, but not in the way that, that our he would think. like to finish what he started. Exactly. So he's like the Michelle Trachtenberg of Buffy to <laughs> like the key. The key. Now. You don't know how many times while we were shooting, <laughs> I looked at Dana and I was like, "Yo, we're on Buffy. <laughs> this is Buffy right now." I'd be like, "Is this Planet Terror?" Like I was like, "Okay, I feel like the show is like Planet Terror <laughs> and Buffy." And, right. and the then crit. like yeah like that was the spectrum for me but I don't know like where it I think it's its own thing but that yeah I do think I felt Buffy with just the deadites and yeah just the, and, and the tales from the crypt yeah. thing so anyway um I'm just having a ball listening to, to <laughs> your, your predictions because um I don't know well, I can't really tell you and I right gotta say the the prosthetics for the deadites that we have coming just from what we saw in that preview there was that one that didn't even look human like it actually looked looked like a demon with no eyes and then like so I really appreciate that they're also taking I don't want to call it like artistic license but they're being right. more creative with the deadites yeah. than we've seen in the past. Well, I would also say as amazing <laughs> as that deadite looked it also looked like a practical effect. Yeah. Which made me really happy. Yeah. I want they, it so they also, I think, <laughs> had a little more money to spend on the deadites than they've ever had before. Probably. So that money well spent. Oh, that's that. That's the next uh, episode. Is somebody? You said someone's. It's no. the, the the white the white looking. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what it is. Yeah. It's episode two, Pretty but somebody just. else is coming, right, or or something to talk about the other episodes. Yeah, uh, uh, is it Jill that's coming? I think Jill is next. So yeah, she, she yeah. was sort of yeah. She she. I can't really say, uh, <laughs> but no, she'll know. She'll be able to talk about that, that that episode and that whole that that thing. Okay, great. <laughs> well. 
Guys, we should probably start wrapping up. I just want to know any final thoughts about this initial episode and just how excited we are that Evil Dead is back. You guys didn't make any predictions for Pablo. Oh. I think Pablo is just going to get all the ladies <laughs> while killing some I demons. Predict, Hail to the king, baby. I predict that Pablo is going to go through some shit. That's gonna turn him into the hero he was always meant to be. And he will hashtag the crap out of him. He will. (laughs) He will live up to his hashtag. I think he and Kelly are gonna get together at the not not anytime soon. Right. It's gonna be eventually. They're gonna Ross and Rachel this bitch. I know it. (laughs) No. sooner. <laughs> but Ray, thank you again for, for coming on oh, to the show. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. It's been a blast. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's been a ball to you. so glad you guys liked the episode. So yeah. Oh, you guys did a really, really great job. Yeah. No, we can tell that this is being made by people who love what this franchise is based on. Yeah. So thank you again so much. Do you have any other upcoming projects that you can talk about? I know with like NDAs and when stuff's in development, it's hard to talk about it, but if there's anything coming up that you um, want people to know about, yeah. um, we would love to hear about it. I, I just worked on a movie called Trash Fire uh, with Adrian Grenier. Um, it's this guy who did, uh, his name's Ricky Bates. It's it, He's a horror director this movie called Suburban Gothic with him and then he brought me back to do this movie with Adrian actually just shot it like right when I got back from New Zealand <laughs> his um, name is Bates and he directs horror movies his, his name is Ricky Bates we did a movie called uh, Suburban Gothic uh, together um, you can see it on Netflix um, sweet I also have a movie called Sex Ed that you can see on uh, Netflix with yeah. Haley Jaws yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I would say those are the three things that we could talk about. Fantastic. <laughs> Where can fans go online if they want to find out more about you and about the projects, like if they want to keep up with the other stuff you got coming uh, up? Right now, Instagram and Twitter at Real Race Santiago. It's, that's for Instagram and Twitter is where you could probably just get most of the information for me. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for oh, coming no, thank on. Thank you guys so yeah. much. <laughs> Emma, where can people go if they want to find out about you? On Twitter or Instagram at Emma Fife. <laughs> Wherever Emma Fife's are sold. Wherever Emma Fife's are sold, yeah. that's me. Um, I do a lot of stuff, but follow me on Twitter because I'm addicted to Twitter and I tweet about it all the time. <laughs> Elena. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, spelled like Alana Jordan, because why not? And on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. Lex, go ahead. I am on all of the inter things at the Lex Michael. <laughs> and guys, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Also, doing a bunch of shows here on AfterBuzz. And be sure to check out the Movie Chick online to check out the articles that I write for them. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Thank you to everybody who was in the hashtag. Thank you, Yay. Thank you to everybody who was in the live chat. Sorry, we we weren't able to kind of keep an eye on. It. We'll try to be better about that next time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again. Looking forward to reading all the comments this week. Don't forget to go to iTunes, rate, leave a comment. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you all next week. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Groovy. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 